and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm Katie DeSanto. And today, Katie has decided to bring in her... I, I don't know what if you're watching <laughs> uh, stuff from the stuff from the her chamber of secrets uh, she's wearing some kind of caged mask this actually is, this is what, what this is what girls wear now and and the boys the boys are wearing some these of them too. wear yeah in the field Brian we care about boys faces too yeah okay so for people who are li just listening uh, Katie has a kind of caged mask that mm -hmm. yes people do wear down yep. softball and baseball at the younger levels to we, protect we themselves. have an actual collegiate ball player joining us uh i would like to know folks who are listening how would you feel about going back you know playing again wearing one of these guys all the time what do you think <laughs> well katie is wearing this because uh we are doing the penny marshall film uh, league of their own mm -hmm. um so she's just not wearing a mask is that one of your costumes you know you brought up costumes last week no that's for weird. me is that's... is that okay you have a lot of costumes well, that's interesting i i have never dressed up so my most of my halloween costumes tend to go towards terrifying men. <laughs> terrifying men with curly hair do you remember the so, uh, no, i haven't done league of their own yet the uh what's it called the uh joker the Joker bad. costume, oh, people were actually scared of was, her. That was the yeah, best that one. was really She made really... Charlie Falcone cry when he was little. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was a really, really I, um, disturbing. I don't. I wish we costume. had pictures of Braveheart. Yeah, I think that was a good one too. But I, we are we documented the Joker. I don't even remember. No, the Braveheart was at Adrian's house. I wonder oh, if Adrian right. might have a picture of that. No. Oh, that's yeah. got to be somewhere. And then I was gonna do Kiss the next year, but I think then we got pregnant and I lost my your will effort, for my will doing for... that. yeah well that's understandable uh why don't we quickly do what what are we uh drinking this episode and katie take that off so you can oh, actually have you. something really to really drink i'm drinking is... uh angel's envy bourbon excellent okay. highly uh, recommend i'm drinking a little brawler yards uh, didn't again felt like couldn't drink wine doing a league of their own ow Frenzies. I too am drinking Yards Brawler. That's a good one. It's a good choice. Gluten free friends, you might not know. Brawler. Oh, I didn't is know that, is it? Okay. There you go. Excellent. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so we're doing Penny Marshall's League of Their Own, but first, some fact checks. First of all, as we discussed last week, Katie is going to be on TV. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. uh, as part of a trivia challenge. Mm -hmm. And we just wanted to give her some practice. Ooh. So I have some practice trivia questions sent to us by Keenan Laird of mm -hmm. Pop Addled. Also of our new mini episode series uh, on Porch Man, which I am equating Man. to kind of. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, it is an in-depth look at the mind of an independent one uh, soon to be probably decorated independent filmmaker Keenan Laird. Yeah. Um, and his nice. porch man script. Nice. Uh, okay, so here we go. Just three questions, Katie, okay. to see uh, what we're going to test here because mm -hmm. we want you to win. I'm feeling uh, very From Keenan's day job as a Quizzo very... ringleader. So these he, are legit. These, these aren't are legit. like these are the legit. two of you no. tried to pick like No, 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 no. I, I had nothing to do. The these were here. sent to us. All right. Okay, sent to us. Okay. All right. Um, by the way, I don't think any of these questions will actually be on the trivia show that you're no, doing since it's taking on students. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, it's good practice. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Uh, first of all, question one, name the popular cocktail by the, uh, this popular cocktail by the ingredients. Okay. Vodka, mm -hmm. cranberry juice, mm -hmm. grapefruit juice. Ooh. 
It sounds like a Cosmo, but it's not a Cosmo. I don't I don't know what else it could be besides a Cosmopolitan. That's all I got. Uh, wrong. Yeah. Seabreeze. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, question two. Which country draws the most mm. tourists from around the world? U.S., Spain, France, or China? Wow. Uh, I'm going to go with the U.S. Uh, wrong. Yeah. France. Nope. Uh, question that. three. <laughs> Uh, generally sweet and well-mannered, this video game character, Princess Peach, is the princess of what fictional kingdom? Oh my god, the name of the kingdom? Oh. Mario and, I don't know, the Toadstool Kingdom. It's pretty close. Uh, no, it's the, yeah, close. Mushroom Kingdom. Mushroom okay, kingdom. so first week out, 0 for 3. That's okay. Yep. All right. Uh, it's bound. Listen, we can only it's, go up from here. Yeah, we can only I go up from here. I did practice last week at I mean, Quizzo and got second place. Let's be honest. Right. The bar here is not whether you get the questions right or wrong. Yes. It's if you basically embarrass yourself, embarrass yourself or insult someone yeah. in the answering of the questions. Agreed. And Agreed. you have... so. Let's try. Yeah, I don't a, think you embarrassed yourself there. No, Those were not plus easy questions. One. Yeah, no. I'm, yeah, that's okay. I feel I feel You're fine with myself. You're in a step in the right yeah. direction. Mm -hmm. yep. Step in the right okay. direction. Um, so thank you, Keenan, for sending thank that. You, Make Keenan. sure if you did not get a chance, though, lots of people did view our new mini series on Porchman, oh, um, nice. which Keenan nice. is joining, and I'm excited to uh, be recording an episode of Pop Addle tomorrow. Actually. <laughs> That will be coming up in the uh, future here. Uh, last week, we were talking about secret societies, of course, mm -hmm. briefly. Um, so I did a little research on the Illuminati and ended up on some kind of watch list, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, not to delve into the Illuminati, but I did find something interesting. That a recent um, survey found that 50% of all Americans believe in at least one major conspiracy theory. This does not Which one is me. it? No, no, no. no. Just, like, I'm kidding. Guys. Just one. I'm kidding. I don't know. That's so funny. But that one out of every. Now, I, I think it's kind of vague, like conspiracy. Yeah. Like, do you believe there's conspiracy? There are clearly like conspiracies like Enron and things like that mm -hmm. yeah. that are legitimate. Right. Um, but I think this yeah, was no, talking more about like secret. Like yeah, like 9-11 like, didn't really happen. Yeah. The moon well, landing. The, you know, one of the big ones for a long JFK. time was that um, Stanley Kubrick fake the moon landing he was yeah, the one yeah, that yeah. filmed it yeah. which has been debunked a, well, a million I times well i think that but, plays on into this whole like distrust of everyone vibe that we have going on in the united states right now well that's um, been there for for a long time well since well, i think it's yeah, worse since vietnam it, yeah, it has gotten, gotten worse but worse. vietnam nixon i don't think we yeah. trust anybody but uh so there you go um and All remember right. good stuff, um we love the Illuminati, mm -hmm. and we love the Freemasons, mm -hmm. and we love any other secret society that could do us financial harm. Skull and bones. Yes, all of them. They're yeah. fantastic. And then just finally, uh, Jim and I did get to briefly, and another plug, you could listen to our Porchman episode, mm -hmm. uh, talk about a continuation of um, streaming services, and Apple uh, just released information about their streaming service the day after we recorded last week and they will have apple tv plus very original name just like disney plus which mm -hmm. is the disney streaming service uh but they are now jumping into the game uh they have not told us when they will start how much they will cost or what other content will really be on it 
So yeah. that's all we really have um, for that. I, I actually have a connection to this little story. I was listening to the podcast Wait, Don't Tell Me today at the gym. Um, mm-hmm. which is a new favorite, you know, news via trivia. It's, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if I've ever had a more favorite way to receive the news. And so the question was, uh, Oprah Winfrey appeared at what tech giants conference saying they're in one billion pockets? <laughs> and the guy goes, hot pockets? <laughs> <laughs> hot pockets. And they clarified, they're like, no, a tech giant he's like you mean pot pockets aren't a tech yeah, hot pockets. <laughs> that is food technology at its peak at its best at its peak yeah. um and that is fact check all right opening day has just occurred we're uh, recording this just after Bryce opening Harper. weekend Big of baseball run. season uh so what better film to do than one of the truly great baseball films mm-hmm. of all time a league of their own and now as usual, with the rundown, is Jim. Uh, the rundown for League of Their Own is basically following uh, uh, the first year of the uh, girls' all-American professional baseball league. Uh, that what what year is this, Brian? Taking place forty, I think like forty-two, 42. right around there. I mean, right after it's the the war has has started, Pearl yeah. Harbor bombing everything, yeah. and we're and uh, basically uh, following uh, the Rockford Peaches. Uh, and their two really main characters are uh, Dottie Hinson and her sister Kit Kitteridge. No, not Kit Kitteridge. <laughs> Kit and Caboodle. Kit Kitteridge. Kit Kitteridge is from the American Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, would have been an interesting twist. Yeah. Uh, and it basically follows these two sisters and their their personal struggles along with the struggles of the Rockford Peaches. And women. Just women. And women. Women in America. America. Yeah. 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 All right. Great. Good. All right. It's great. All right. We got that covered. Yeah. Another uh, movie let's go into it. that uh, Jim and I thought, oh, we should show this to our kids. We let Lily watch the first <laughs> half of it. Thank God, bedtime coincided yeah. with like some of the not the worst scenes, but like when you're seven, uh, things we just weren't ready to talk about yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So we we selectively cut out probably 45 minutes at the middle of the movie. So she thinks she's seen all of a league of their own. Oh, so if you right. talk to her, she's yeah. seen the whole movie. Don't ask her about the middle parts. So first when off, I was, mm-hmm. oh, ahead, when Brian. I was seven, I was watching commando. Yeah. And I remember okay. my dad laughing and being like, Oh, don't worry. That guy couldn't die. His bullets ran out like seven or eight bullets mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. It's funny. I <laughs> think we had an easier time now. with like, violence in like so she's seen star wars like we've done those kinds of movies we've we've done death but this movie has more ins and outs in terms of like language treatment of women treatment of children there's like a lot of stuff going on there yeah and it's cheered a lot of questions Ah. we weren't ready to answer (laughs) to be fair the kid deserved it yeah it's uh and and yeah there's a lot of this movie that's sort of walking a a very thin line of certain parts oh yeah oh but i will say quite um quite historically accurate yeah yeah they do a very good job of that being you know what people said and yep. did and yeah. how they acted back in that time yeah um all right so i don't you know this isn't there's no crazy twist ending in this or anything no. i think we could just kind of talk about what we liked about it i think you know, uh, it's interesting and it's film directed by penny marshall right 
Yeah, um, it is. Who passed away recently, unfortunately. Yeah, R.I.P. Laverne. And it is. She's a great part of this movie. Like it, it is really well done. Um, the performances are off the charts good from everybody it's my in favorite the film. Gina Davis movie. There is not a person mm. in this movie where you look at them and you're like, well, that person really sucked. They yeah. did yeah. not do a good yeah, job. Even Madonna. Like, yeah, you forget well, she's Madonna. Everybody was great. Yeah. Um, and and to be fair, I this is one of my favorite Tom Hanks performances. If mm-hmm. it, you know, it's probably not his best, but I love this character and I think he like hits it out of the park. Yeah. This is another one of those movies though, that I there? I have I saw it's I, heard, it. I, was, I saw it and I heard How many it. bad baseball puns oh my can gosh, you get we in? Could do so many. I think I do them every episode. They're just actually going to be you know, There you go. Now they'll be topically appropriate. This, yeah. It's appropriate um, this time. This is one of those movies that as we were watching, I was like, I don't know if I can objectively like yeah. evaluate this movie. Like I felt like I, I it I love it too much emotionally for me to really like analyze yeah, well, story and character. Well, you know? Guess what? You're not grading it. It's Maybe not a this paper. is my it's notebook. Not a test. I don't know. Yeah. Like I just I can't step back from it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a way that. better movie better than, than the notebook. notebook. <laughs> oh come on! I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Are we are we are we seriously um, thinking what? that is even a choice? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. The, the uh, Betty Spaghetti's relationship with the husband that you never see feels more well developed than Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Jesus, What's his name Gosling, Gosling, and Amy Adams, and Amy we never Schumer. even saw them. It's a love story <laughs> yeah. told in thirty seconds them. of dialogue yeah. that is greater it. than a film yep. that devoted ninety minutes <laughs> to a story. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think first of all. It, it what's great about it is you're never you're not quite sure how to classify it as a film is it a dr- uh, is it a dramedy you know yeah. there's some drama yeah. some com- i mean you start out very funny with john lovitz yeah yeah um who's great you know um this is definitely fantastic. his best character i think on film yeah he got pigeonholed i think in yeah. terms of what he did on saturday night live and he <laughs> He had to go so over the top with that kind of sleazy, (laughs) fast talking guy. And you know what it was? He was in it just enough. Right, right. He was in it just enough. And that's a character I feel like they could have overused if they had him hang around. What's interesting is how they um, blend in really interesting characters, but you don't see them for any longer than you need to see them. Mm. So, for example, he's the first one who he serves his purpose and he's gone, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, then one of the great early scenes in the film, I think, is Marla Hooch, who's my favorite character in the yep. entire movie. Yeah. And her dad. Yeah, yeah her dad's fantastic. Just like, yep. so, oh, almost cried. It's yeah. hard. Almost yeah, cried. that's a heartbreaking daughter, scene. Yeah, almost cried. The idea of they weren't going to take her because how she looked and he talks about how he raised her and it's not his fault. And then they're saying goodbye to each other. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yep. You're laughing, and then you're literally almost oh, in yeah. tears. Oh my gosh! Yeah. With Where it was after I? That. I was crying. The end. The end of the movie. Wow, when the sisters see each other, Jesus. <laughs> and I can't yeah, my stand question about the end when most they... of the movie. Oh yeah. Are we to believe they don't say? Aileen and I were discussing this. Do they just live far apart? Because it was weird. Yeah. You almost got yeah. the sense: have they never really seen each other anymore? So I feel like before before Dottie leaves at the beginning, her daughter says, and you'll get to see Aunt Kit. 
it seems like it's been a while, but not like they haven't seen each other in 40 years. Right. Like, it, it seems it like seems they like don't they, see yeah, each other well, yeah, very Because yeah. you hear the grandkids, too, when they're in the Hall of Fame. Right, right, and they're right. like, oh, there's Aunt Dot. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. That was, I, I mean, like, that's an I aside, the, I guess. I, but. I didn't get the impression that, like, you know, Dottie's husband just passed recently. I didn't get the impression that, like, Kit would have not been at the funeral. Like, I, right, you know, right, like, right. it yeah, seems like well, they no, still George, have yeah. No, yeah. A so, relationship. But they're not, yeah, they're not seeing each other much, but they right. have some kind of relationship. Yeah. Yep. Fair. Um, but I love the Marla character when she's singing to Nelson. Fabulous. When they <laughs> get her drunk. Scene. I mean, another example of the ability to build characters who don't have much screen time. Yep. Um, but they deliver in each of the sequences that yep. they pick. Yeah, 100%. Um, Jim stole my thunder slightly. Tom Hanks yeah. is amazing. Amazing. The two, the two scenes for me with Tom Hanks that I absolutely... Well, there, there's three that I love, and two are more funny and one's more serious. Uh, the two scenes where he's trying to get what's-her-name to hit the cutoff man are <laughs> oh my God. some of Evelyn. the best baseball Evelyn? coach moments in any movie ever. Um, where he's... He the first cry. one is when he makes her cry. Mm -hmm. uh, where he's finally... And it, this is like, you know, like the second game where he's finally decided he's actually going to coach. Uh, and he's mad at her for not hitting the cutoff man and giving up the lead. Uh, and, you know, makes her cry. Um, and, and then it's the whole, there's no, there's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. And he talks about Rogers Hornsby. Yes. He called me <laughs> and my parents came to see me on my birthday or something like that. <laughs> Did I cry? No. Um, well, who doesn't have stories like that? And then when I'm, I was a freshman basketball player. My coach told me I was slow as uh whale shit in the Pacific ocean. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was his quote. Yeah. I mean, now you'd probably I don't think be... I ever had a coach made me cry. I don't know. Now I think, you'd be jailed. I, I think didn't women, cry, but I you think, don't feel um, so great when somebody says that. Yeah. girls teams differently. Yeah. Um, well, I also loved uh, the, and then he calls the umpire. Uh, oh, my God. A penis, penis with a, a hat. hat. Yeah, and then he says, what? I can't believe no, nobody's ever called you that. <laughs> no one's ever told you that before. Yeah. <laughs> and all the girls well, are like, I get them out. Officials. Get them out. I hate out. officials. So I, I, I have... Uh, but they uh, all hate they all hate him at that point. But I love when yeah the 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 ref comes the, the umpire comes over and he goes what's the pro what seems to be the problem Jimmy and he goes she's crying sir like do you believe this <laughs> maybe you should use a little yeah. bit of a softer oh my approach. gosh yeah. if any um, any official ever tells me how to talk to my players I'd probably oh I told Katie that uh, just Madonna well. would have been killed as as she walked to the plate and kicked the catcher's mask out into the field oh my god I was like she would have been murdered on the field. Like there's oh. no you way you didn't finish your three things. Oh yeah, you and then the second one, where in the in the World Series game where she doesn't hit the cutoff man, and yes. she comes in and he just he's shaking. He's doing the shaking thing. Oh. So good. It is so funny, and I so good. I think about that moment all the time talking to my daughters, where I'm oh, just yeah. like, you're shaking on the inside. Yeah, you're yeah. about to explode. You try to find the kind you, word. You're still not. Hitting the cutoff, man. Mm -hmm. You should come up and watch my games with freshmen because I have freshmen every year. That, there's about imagine. at least one moment a game. I would game, love to watch you, coach. Yeah. At least one moment a game where that occurs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I right. have that same, Number three. same thing. Number three is the more serious one where he's trying to stop Dottie from leaving. Mm -hmm. mm. And he talks about the, uh, you know, if it was if it was if it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. Yeah. Hard is what makes it great. I, so I also like the scene with them on the bus. You know, 
Um, just like when he like moves the stuff for her to come sit next to him and she gives him the coke she gives him a coke mm -hmm. uh, there seems like there's a turning point there I also appreciate that Penny Marshall didn't do the thing that all the other movies do and make them have some sort of a romantic relationship even though I have to admit mm. at the Hall of Fame I was like maybe Jimmy Dugan comes in because I forgot how it ended I was like mm. maybe he comes in in the end and they have this like rekindling mm. But I was like, no, I'm glad that they, she didn't, like, undermine that. Like, they had a well, great they, friendship. They, they tried to. Who did? They kissed and they cut it. And there was a whole love story. The film was originally four hours. Okay. And <laughs> well, they but, were but they made a lobbying. choice. Yes, they did. They I mean, made a good choice, right. I think. Yeah, but they so, were I mean, lobbying. And now, it doesn't say I read about it. If she was the one or they said a lot of people in production wanted them together. But then they go. decided. Right. Um, well, and actually, some of the scenes make it's interesting. I would you'd never know if I never would have known that if I hadn't read about it. But now, like I watched it after reading about it and some of the scenes in sequence, you can kind of get that. But you don't get it unless you know. There's so definitely they did a, good a job tension between the two of them. But I just I feel like that's a more realistic presentation of like a working relationship right. yeah, yeah. I, I yeah also, i appreciate i that. also like that they didn't make the movie about him yeah like he's very good in it and he's like there's he does he never becomes too much of the focus of it no he's not the they, reason that they're they good. could have done he's not the reason that they get better like they, they do no, it on their exactly. own and then he decides to join the party yeah. right like yeah like and they, even with they him, he's just there there, he's nice to them, but you're right. right. He's not the reason, that, which is great. He doesn't them. turn into something about him. Yep. And it's also great that his character changes as a result of yep. them, as opposed to them doing yeah. that. I love and him I, choosing to stay with them at the end. Like when, when Dottie's leaving and, and he says oh yeah. he's been offered the other coaching position, mm -hmm. he's already got a job. But I also like I love how they triggered that change. Like, yeah. how do you trigger? And it's when Dottie and him are doing those dueling signs back and forth, which is like, great. That's slapstick where the character, moment. yeah, kind of changes, which is a really brilliant way of, you know, in a not, I think, like, oh, he's changing now type mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. It works within the concept of baseball that somebody, if like, who's an amazing baseball player, which he was. Eventually, if he was really engaged, he'd be like, shit, what, I, I'm in charge here. What are you doing? Yeah, right. yeah. And it kind of just snaps him out of it. it was awesome. Um, and also, when he kisses that woman, he's on the bus drunk. Oh, my God. The relationship with the chaperone. Kisses her. And he goes, I loved you in Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Amazing. Miss Cuthbert. Miss Cuthbert, I loved you in the Wizard of Oz. Mr. Um, shan't be returning. He shan't be. That guy throws he... dirt in her face. Oh yeah, that's weird. Yeah, there are some like <laughs> weird, some weird little stuff. scenes. Was like, that yeah. like a? I was that like, like that was a, necessary? Yeah, but is that like a a thing that men did back I then? I don't know. I've, I, I don't, don't feel know. like I've ever seen like a man to throw. It's and Something she didn't must say anything offensive. Happened. Like it was like the was girls have a game, a... and he yeah. threw dirt at her. Yeah. That was so random. Uh, yeah. I, uh, oh, how about when uh, Jimmy Dugan signs a little kid's baseball card, <laughs> avoid, avoid the clap, the clap. Jimmy Dugan. Yeah. That part's actually funny. Um, the um, the only other part that was sort of cringeworthy is when he's praying at the end and he's thanking God for the waitress in yeah, South Bend. Yeah. Because yeah, that's it. There were just he, a few little... Because to me, that part wasn't funny. Like, it, and I, I always thought his character, the rude and obnoxious things he said were at least... Were because he was drinking. 
and, partly. And he was still reaction. funny. Yeah, he was yeah. still being. But in that scene, it does it doesn't it doesn't need play. it. You don't it need it. Work. No, yeah. no, agreed. Which yeah. is weird. I don't know. It's true though, because at the end that it was I think somewhat out of place based on what his character yeah. was right. by right. that point. Right. Um, but he also did great work in that telegram scene. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, that was, amazing. That was such a great scene. I mean that scene. So I mean, that's Brian, why don't you describe it for if anyone hasn't seen it? So, so, so they they did a good job setting it up with the conversation between Hanks and Gina Davis about getting the telegram because the telegrams, the war service would deliver them, and that's true story. Like people mm-hmm. would dread seeing the post off, you know, mm-hmm. mailman come, and mm-hmm. every day you didn't want that because that's how you'd find out. They would send people, spouses or parents, when somebody died a telegram. And the guy comes up with the yeah. telegram and says, oh, I have a telegram and you're not on the list. And Tom Hanks just grabs it and throws the male guy oh, out. The, the suspense and, during that moment where he's oh, like where looking they staged for the name it. and he can't find the name. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then it's also great because just the layer of it, if you see that Hanks-Gina Davis relationship through right. the movie, like she's going to die and they could get together and they don't do that. Yep. But they go back to that, just almost a throwaway scene where you wouldn't think about it, where they introduce Hanks's character and he comes in and Betty has the baseball card of him. I'm going to sign him. He would kill me when he gets back if anything happened to this card. And Tom Hanks rips it up and throws it away because he's so drunk. And then that's the one who died. And just, it kind of pulls at you because you remember just that yeah. little tidbit about her yeah yeah and and penny marshall um, and, and the, the writers do the writers did and i forget who wrote this um but they do a fantastic job of introducing all these little things that come back not just in the drama but also in the baseball um in the last play of the game uh what's her name hits the cutoff man yeah <laughs> it's like evelyn, it, evelyn hits yeah, the cutoff yep. man um, and kid hits the high fastball. And kid hits the high fastball. Yep. Yeah, it's it's. There's a lot of these like, a lot of these things, and that is so perfectly baseball to me, um, which is like any pitch, anything can happen, and it the sort of the chaos that can ensue, um, and uh, yeah, so it, it's just great. And I, you know, at at some point we're we're gonna need to talk about that last scene. Um, I don't know if we want to get into it right now, but. You mean where Dottie drops the ball on purpose? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't agree. You don't think it was on purpose? Uh-uh. It does I, So I so will fast. tell you this. There's no way. Then why show the scene earlier in the film where she gets nailed and, and holds, holds on, on to the ball? But why? That, but, there's, then, do you know what I mean? Like, then why did she just, keep the high fastball coming? Yeah. That's what Aileen said, too. And I, my point is that at that moment, I think she realized. I, I think that says more about fast. you, Brian, than the than well, than no, the movie. because my whole quote is, "What athlete would ever do that?" So I right. I was less inclined to believe she would do it. But then rewatching it, knowing how it ends, I thought the I, way I just, that they I don't shot understand it, that scene otherwise. I feel like if they wanted you to think she did it on purpose, that she would have held it a second longer. Like Maybe. that there would have indi- there would it have really was shot perfectly to not it allow happens. you to. It happened well, so fast. To, they refuse to tell anybody. Right. So that's oh, the sure. other thing. It's so, like the Christopher Nolan. Right. You know, which is fine. I don't. So, I don't know if it matters, but it's interesting to debate whether yeah. or not she. Well, I think it. right. So she's trying to get her out up until that point. Yes. Um, and to me, I think it's a better. Um, I think it's a better and more optimistic story if she, if she drops it. Kit finally gets one on her. Kit. Yes. yes but Kit, Kit was an idiot. 
kid ran yeah, through the right, sign of balls at things. You should not be rewarded for your stupidity. Well, but I you are sometimes. Sense. That's mm -hmm. just the way things go. Um, that's yeah. baseball. Yeah. yeah. Purely from a baseball perspective. I mean, if, she, we... if she wanted to, if she, another thing is that if she wanted to let Kit win, she would have grounded out her at bat the previous True. inning I, and I end know. the game. I'm just saying maybe at that moment, and I don't know either way, yeah. I, I, but it was interesting. You're right. I think it makes for a better movie too. It, it, this film does buck a lot of conventions, which would have been mm -hmm. let the Rockford Peaches win, let right. Gina Davis end up with Tom Hanks, let, you know, all these things. They, they do a pretty good job. They're a film really with no villain, right. which is kind of refreshing. You know yeah. I mean? In the, in the way they, um, the they villain is like all these, all of the things we're talking about them bucking, right? So the villains yes. are it's like the patriarchy, right? It's yeah, the villain absolutely. is the patriarchy right, right. Yeah, in absolutely. film and those ridiculous in uniforms, yeah. everything. Yep. I love the little shout out to African American women. Yep. Yeah, no, which nice. is that you know, just made me think of the Notebook. Right. It's like yeah. so that's historically accurate, right? Like they're sitting in a segregated section, but you still get this moment where there's a there's a note of their equality right of uh, like this recognition between two women of being equals mm -hmm. you know just this little <laughs> little glimpse little nod i appreciate it all right and after that like beautifully culturally sensitive point can i bring up something that i found really fucking creepy yeah what is up with the two guys trying to get with dolores are oh they yeah are they brothers are they looking <laughs> to bring her in in some weird like threesome like... thing yeah. they, and that one like, actor is not recognizable i yes. forget what other stuff yes. he, he like well he was in uh boston public yes yes, yes. yes. just a few things yeah. uh what was going on with but that I also, whole I loved thing that little scene on the bus with her yeah she's talking about her boyfriend and that she realizes he's a jerk and that oh, that's yeah. kind of like what you do if no you know you're not the most you know conventionally attractive woman yeah yada yada and then she's like nope i don't need that anymore i love that and to be you know dudes yeah rosie o'donnell she basically fills in between every pitch in this movie like she is the character they keep going back to her over and over and it is never like oh jesus you got to see old. her again yeah um well cuz she she's true to character the whole time yeah, right? like that's yeah, exactly yeah. who you She's great to have she's great in this face, movie you know? well they wrote that for her she was supposed to be Marla Hooch yeah and then the actress who got Marla Hooch uh uh, auditioned and they was so much better at playing Marla. They said, "We'll just write a role for Rosie." Yeah, it was perfect. Um, so they wrote a role for Rosie, and the only there's only two people in the whole movie they wrote roles specifically for um, her because they wanted her in the movie and they did that. And John Lovitz, they wrote <laughs> the character for John Lovitz. Yeah, uh, Tom Hanks actually begged on to this movie. Um, he asked Penny Marshall from working on Big because he was coming off the Burbs and Joe versus the Volcano, which had both tanked after Big. Yeah. So he needed something. And this is before, I mean, he, this is, you could argue this is his big, the beginning of his big run. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause Forrest Gump, Philadelphia, all, all that stuff comes saving after. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan starts to come as a result of, you know, after this time period. I yeah. mean, you could argue big was the one that really kind of turned him from um, kind of Turner and Hooch to right, something right. people, people Who's wanted to buddies? hire. But, oh, I love, great, great. <laughs> great show underrated show 
Um, and Gina, I have to say, two actresses who I don't particularly usually care for in films, uh, Gina Davis and Lori Petty. Yep. Uh, I think this is the benchmark, yep. you know, for both of them. I mean, some people might argue Thelma and Louis. I just think she's better. Gina Davis better than this. And this might be the only good movie Lori Petty did. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm hard pressed to think of her and other things that's good, but she's even good in it. Yeah, yeah. she's great. A little cameo by Taya Leone. Yeah, Taya yes, Leone. I got that. Yep. Unnamed, yeah. just uh, Racine for Space. But it was funny, like her scenes, I felt like there's ve- there was a, a placement of her face. Right. Where I was yeah. like, you're supposed to notice that that's Taya Leone. I don't it's, know. How, only, it's her, her at that, that time. point. Right. Like, it's her and the catcher from the Racine team are, yeah. are always. The, yeah. yeah. But it just seemed like there was, it, she wasn't like an unknown, like the way they would turn her. It was like, you're supposed to notice her. So she must have been a rising star at that point. Well, I mean, it's also the four hour cut of this film. I guess they said a lot of that was the much more background on so many of the different players. Okay. And they were just kind of filming those and then cutting it down and cutting it down and cutting mm. it down uh, so they could get something that was. They did know, a really good job of giving at least everyone. Well, at least the, the main folks on the on the peaches, uh, Kind of their their each one of them sort of had their moment yeah um and personality uh yeah they fleshed that out really well yeah yeah mm. they do a great job i mean there's the very little the, to complain about where the rosters go up and shirley can't oh. read like yeah, that's such a read. great little scene and then madonna teaching her how to read the oh smutty God, romance madonna. novel uh, <laughs> katie were you excited to see people using baseball gloves for baseball as um, opposed to masturbation listen, if we're gonna go there i was l- literally just listening to a dax shepherd episode with him and a therapist talking about all of the things that they used to stick their junk into and i felt like again, <laughs> was a baseball glove redemption no it was fruit this one was fruit plums and really? peaches oh no and dax a cardboard tube i'm telling oh, you guys that is... the baseball mitt <laughs> is a thing mm-hmm. i don't know do you know what I yeah, like about this show is I'm starting to realize I'm a lot more non-weird than I thought I was. There you go, Bri. Before the show. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, there's some, some wacky ways. shit that we're discovering about people oh as we God. do this that I'm like, okay, I've there is a whole other universe, kind of a Kubrickian world. Like I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like we get on this show and I go down that like star child psychedelic <laughs> hallway because that is not the world I am living in. And we discover things no, that in your world, you were making penises out of cotton balls. So, and yes, paper, paper toilet paper. Oh, not everybody knows yeah. that story. But well, yeah, I was. Tell one of these that was days. really not my. Yeah, that was not my idea. Let's to hold that one. A little uh, bit. OK, yeah, we can hold on to so, that. My idea. As far as baseball movies go, how how good is this? Well, that's, I think it's one of the best. I, I think. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. Literally for, for pure baseball sequences. Let's just go on that ground. Yeah. It may be the best. Bull Durham has some really Bull good baseball Durham might have, But I, I, it's right. I, uh, so if we go Bull Durham first, but the actual baseball, like the attention, the detail and stuff it's is good. better than like it's a major good. league or, you know, it's not really fair. Field of Dreams, they don't really play. You know, right. Field of Dreams much is real. more drama than baseball. It's, but, but yeah, they were great. They played all real games, by the way. So a lot of the game footage you see, Penny Sam Marshall Love. just... Oh, the Sandlot's good too. Yes. But Penny Sandlot Marshall still wins. For but me. there's not much baseball. Like there's oh, but it's about, little sequences. Like a, it's about the, the baseball love of the sequences game, are very good. It, you yeah. know, it, not so much the like 
mechanics, the playing yeah, yeah, yeah. of it, but but the love of the game is pivotal. Uh, in terms of acting, I, I think Bull Durham's probably first for me, but this could be 1A, 1B. You know what I mean? They could close right. to one another. Let's, yeah. let's ask the listeners. Listeners, favorite baseball movie. What do you think? Where does uh, League of Their Own rank in the baseball movies? Yeah. I Tell also us. like... I like Major League, but I, I wouldn't put Major League in the category of of Bull Durham or this movie. No, I no. just don't think it's as good. I mean, it, Major League is funny and stuff like that. Another movie I haven't seen in ages. I, I wonder how well that's aged. Like if you went mm-hmm. back and watched it. Yeah, now, I did love that movie. About Little Giants. That's a football. No, what's the one with Bandy's the pitcher? Bears. No. The, oh, the young uh, pitcher. Oh, Jesus. Rookie of the Year. Oh, no, Rookie of the Year? Good. We've talked about that show before. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's ridiculous. No. I haven't Little seen big, that in a really Big League time. where the guy takes over and starts coaching the uh, t- Minnesota Twins. But, Angels in the oh, outfield. Oh, what about um, Bad News Bears? Wait, what about the one with Keanu? Oh, Hardball. I love Hardball. hardball. Ooh, that's a, that's a rough a one. That's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Bad News Bears at the time... Is a is another very similar movie to this, mm-hmm. um, and it would be interesting to rewatch that. I, I'm pretty sure there's some really, really rough stuff in that the movie. Walter Matthau one, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, where he's giving kids beer yeah. and like, and yeah, there's a lot drunk of racism driving around and, with children yeah. in his car and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that doesn't uh, age I, well. No, but you know what? You know what? One really doesn't age well. Ladybugs. Oh gosh, how did this get made? Yeah, it really got into that one. Uh, I remember oh. watching that as a kid. Well, I, yeah. again, it's funny thinking about these movies. Unfortunately, like, at that point in time, they they seem to make a lot of ra- weird movies that sort of had like a childlike approach, saying like, "This is yeah, a movie for kids," and then it. The ladybugs, they're straight up a joke about a guy raping right. somebody in a yeah, dressing, in the dressing room. room. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. What is like, the rating on uh, League of Their Own? PG? Uh, PG-13, PG-13, I'm sure. PG-13, I think. Yeah, as yeah, soon as you add Madonna to the cast, it goes... That's true. <laughs> and there is no, some cursing. And, yeah, and, no, and again, we watched it yesterday. I was like, yeah, not, not for you know seven-year-olds. I year feel old. like League of Their Own, though, do you know where you could really get by with the League of Your Own? Like the TV edit of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean like but something still, like that? So it's funny. Like I still felt like, oh, I need to do like director's cut because there's so much of it now that's uh, the the history of it is so far past that I feel like our generation when we watched it, there was yes, still there enough of that recognition of, of like women being treated as less than. Mm-hmm. Whereas like our kids, I don't I I don't know how much they know that and feel that, you know, like I feel like that has changed a lot in in one generation. And so it seemed it felt to me like my my little one watching this. It was like breaking the glasses and, you know, like just shattering the glass. Listen, it's definitely different. It definitely has become. (laughs) Yeah. I just love movies that were shot on film and this was shot on film and this is like not which is a filmy cinematography geeky thing but like it looks like kind of grainy you know i mean it looks like a movie that you used to go see in a theater and it's not like high def yeah. type mm-hmm. stuff and they shot it beautifully yeah it's and i mean we've been to the that baseball field. yeah the the film you can immediately tell watching this even we watch it digitally but you immediately know this was shot on film and it and it just looks it looks nice the the period piece of of it is to me it was pleasing too it wasn't mm-hmm. like distracting or like 
you know, they, they didn't really, I don't know. They didn't go overboard with it, but yeah. they just, you know, they no, just did their gr- thing. It's, it's a really good movie. Yeah. It makes you feel like when I watch that, I'm like, oh, I love baseball. And then I'm like, but I don't watch baseball much anymore. And it makes me think we've had this yeah. discussion before of yeah. why not. But I'm like, this makes you realize from a historic point of view how culturally maybe innovative baseball was at times. Mm-hmm. You know, but also was... to allow African-Americans to play. Women were playing, you know, what it meant to all these people. And that's mm-hmm. kind of disappeared somewhat, yeah. which is kind of sad. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it is interesting. I um, one thing I wanted to ask you, Brian, is uh, the score Hans Zimmer. There are parts of this score that musically and, and to, for as much as I love music, I honestly, when I watch movies, I do not notice the score very often. I mean, I I feel it and I enjoy it. And there are certain themes that are represented throughout certain movies that I'm like, oh, that's the, you know, the Skywalker theme or the Vader theme mm-hmm. or the Imperial March or there's, you know, there's the ring theme in Lord of the Rings and, and stuff like that. But there is one song that they keep going back to that is like this swing big band feel during all the chaos of the baseball. Yeah. But then in like the, mo- on it like, on like a dime it changes to like this epic movie score and it just it it is an amazing piece of music i think yeah uh, hans zimmer's awesome i was actually shocked hans zimmer did this film it's yeah. not a very hans zimmer right like film no it's, I mean, it's not Inception, ambient which is yeah it's not ambient um, like yeah i don't know stuff. i thought they did some he did some great stuff um, with that um, score, but again, I was also shocked. The, the song, the you know, the the, the no. song, yes, the League of Their Own song is so. Oh, catchy. you mean the women, not like, not the Madonna folks. one. This used to be oh, my playground. No, no I'm not sorry. the you, that not one. Okay, okay, I'm with song. you then. Okay, no, no, I'm with you then. I like the song too. I, think I thought you meant the Madonna remember that one. Song years after they've seen. I that did. Movie. I was humming it. I I remembered that. How could you not? No, I think I think yeah. everybody does. That's it. I think if you you ask people to sing it right now, they could come up with it. I was singing right. it in the shower this morning. Yeah. Well, it's Jim it really is a recording. <laughs> oh, you should have. We could have well, played it on the show. Well, he told me afterwards. Usually, he's like, I recorded that. Usually, when Katie it. is singing in the shower, it is you know just whatever random you know little song rent, that we listen to. Hamilton, yeah, something. So t- not Ryan. Hamilton. You're not singing Hamilton. You're singing Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, I do. But then all of a sudden today, I'm walking out of our bedroom to go downstairs, and I hear coming out of the bathroom. We are the members of the All American Team. It's been stuck in my head all weekend. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. it's a great song. Yeah, well, I, I loved it. It was a great movie. You know, I know it's a a a. a culturally big film that people love when alien agrees to watch the movies we're doing it doesn't <laughs> oh we, does dude, not we forgot to mention frequently. the jackie robinson movie which is also a pretty oh, oh 42 42 is so, so good. good yeah, yeah. jasmine there are a uh, lot of good baseball yeah. movies yeah yeah no there are it, 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 uh, this is a great one uh we should all go to the baseball hall of fame um and more importantly which brewery should we go Dean? to our our listeners remember this song and they haven't listened they haven't seen this movie in yeah. years Yep. Of course they do. I think that yeah. speaks to the movie. And I like the shout out to the Canadians, our friends yep. to the north. I like and that this is an early Swedes preview of NAFTA. The Swedes was apparently uh, a reference to Gina Davis. Oh, that's nice. I oh. was surprised by the, the Canadian. we are Canadians, but then it's like we're all Americans. I, that, I had to think about that for a while. Are we're, they Canadian well, immigrants or did they just like they recruited them from I, Canada, but they're playing for the American League? Well, uh, probably can, no Canadian League. Yeah. 
Canada is part of the Americas. Oh, that's true. That is true. The America is true. Yeah, yeah. We could we could get in the uh, debate in there. All well, right. America. Well, everybody, if you have not seen this film recently, make sure you see it because yeah. it was a it was a great film. All right. Uh, on now to spanning globe pop culture. Uh, one of the benefits of our podcast is that we have a married couple on our podcast. Mm. Uh, the vast majority of film podcasts involve. 40-something white men talking mm-hmm. about 80s films. Which is Ours, basically exactly what 90s, this, podcast this podcast is. Except we brought Katie in now. Because <laughs> we adapt as yes, time goes have. on. You've so evolved. I had some really interesting, uh, two really interesting stories that Aileen and I were talking about this week. And I wanted to get your thought on these two stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are more pop culture related, but also tie into some of the other things we've been talking about recently with our sex recession, millennial online dating thing Mm -hmm. Uh, first of all um apparently the idea of a honeymoon is in steep decline Uh, apparently couples are no longer celebrating their first days of wedded bliss in the caribbean uh instead they've decided according to the new york times to start booking separate solo vacations aka uni moons um it says now one out of every four Americans report they actually would get more out of a uni moon than going on a honeymoon. I don't get it. Uh, what are your thoughts on that trend? I just think it's a it, it's like a, a shift in in the generations there, I think. Is that just like a millennial selfish? I want to go where I want to go. My husband doesn't like the beach. I, I think so. I think I think it's it says something. It, you know, I, I always think. I I have more fun traveling with other people than I do by myself. But 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 that's very specific to you. I think the the to me to me the point of the honeymoon it's almost almost dare I say more important than the wedding itself is like it's supposed to mark the beginning of your time yeah. together, yeah. right? Like and for many people that I think they look back on that vacation as like the best vacation you ever take, right? Where like well, that's the kind rest- of sad too. Well, I mean, no, it's but, nice. No, but-, but I think it's because of when it happens, right? That it's like the promise of the rest of your lives is there, and you you just get to enjoy everything, right? Like sure. I don't know. I I think there's something I really spend beautiful the rest about of my that. life with you, except on this vacation. <laughs> I See think you that's later. really weird to me. Well, yeah, that's the point of the bachelor bachelorette thing, right? Yeah. Is to well, enjoy the, your last exactly. time as single folks, and that and that is another trend that I would love to discuss. Maybe not tonight, but the extravagance of now the bachelor and bachelorette experiences Ugh. and how that's going just bananas. Yeah. Um, but to me, the honeymoon, I, I, why mess with that? I think there's so many traditions like, yep, get rid of them, break them, do whatever you want. But the honeymoon, like no matter where you go, I think the most important part is that you're supposed to be with your and new spouse. And why wouldn't you want to be right? like, isn't that, with that's your the spouse? Deal. It's like we're going to, we, we've that planned this wedding, together? now we're going to just enjoy being just the two of us. I, I, I think it's wild. I think honestly I, it's a warning <laughs> sign. Because if you can't get excited about being together in some great place with your spouse for the next few days, um, then what what are the next 50 years going to look like for you? Yeah. yeah. When sure. when your child is projectile uh, right. like diarrhea on you. If that's not exciting you, for you, what, what you go gonna, someplace with you your new even, spouse. 
I can't even go to an all-inclusive resort together. Good it. luck. Have I think fun. there's lots of time for, for individual travel. The honeymoon is not it. Very weird. Uh, yeah. But as weird as that Avoid is, the clap. Uh, yeah, Sorry. avoid the clap. Uh, <laughs> that would be a good piece of advice um, for your for bachelor your or bachelorette party. Well, I think perhaps. if you're going yeah. off on a unimoon, better watch out. Yeah, if you're out. going on your unimoon. Bad decisions are going to happen. Um, this, this next story is even more insane to me. This person might need to be checked for, um, like being a sociopathic individual. Um, (laughs) an Irish couple set the internet into a frenzy after they have a bizarre swap arrangement. Um, they don't swap partners. This is not a Dolores and the two brothers in the crowd situation. Um, you're a lot more disturbed by that than I think anybody else, Brian. I just yeah, I want to know chances that. I are. To, I, chances are is I, funny. I don't think you that can't they're take chances like, are they're not serious. like proposing to her. It's just like her fan club. It's supposed to be like, yeah, maybe they're twin brothers. She's not gonna sleep with them. They just want her are autograph. We sure? Yes, Brian. Uh, all right. Um, okay, so let's get back to this. Um, so this guy, um, whose name is Steve O'Rourke is a writer in Dublin and he and their, his wife, Amy have decided that they're not going to have a fixed side of the bed, that they're going to swap hey, sides <laughs> of the bed. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> Wackos everywhere. Not, Plague and I, when I told Aileen that she was like, the, the, something mentally wrong that with these weird. people. You know what I think of most is like, I want my bedside table. Like my bedside table has my stuff on it. It's got Mm. my glass of water. It's got my book. It's got like, what happens when we switch? Like, I don't want some, I don't want your side. (coughs) Yeah, no. My side. It's horrific. It's very uncomfortable. I I can't even, I can't, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. I think, I I think something really like we could find like now, a human body parts about, in the refrigerator or something. So when we go to other places, like different, like if we yeah, all bets are off when you're when yeah, you're somewhere like we, else. So it's not so much that we always have to have the same side of the bed in other places, but right, right. in our in our room, we each have a side. Yeah, and we've actually we we talked about switching, but not like on a nightly basis. Yeah, because the kids always come to me. Just a a oh, a, a a complete switch. Right. Which right. yes, which is which is fair and understandable. Yeah. The only thing that could be more crazy than switching sides of the bed is switching pillows. Oh. oh. See, I, Katie, so dude, <laughs> Katie acts like you I am just a, pushed a button, yeah. Ryan. You so, didn't even know you're pushing. So, <laughs> Katie acts like I am crazy because I want the same pillows every night. Oh, that's it. Just, uh, I I travel and she, with a pillow. So do I. I, I do not. When, I travel everywhere with my pillow. And she, I don't even care if it's appropriate. I do it. She doesn't even recognize. <laughs> It's like she refuses to to learn which pillow sorry. is mine. Awful. That's it's which it's pillows awful. you need okay. your own I, pillow. I know which one is like the pillow for your head, and now I know which one is your snuggly. It's the, the third pillow is always the wild card. I'm like, I don't, that's just like a pillow you stick between your knees. Does it need to be a specific Wait, you, pillow? Wait, you're sleeping with a pillow He's between your knees? He's got three pillows. I, I, all the time. I'm sorry. Okay. He's very particular about his Well, listen, sleeping sleep is objects. very important. I, 
Your pillow has farts on it, though. From Eva. Yeah. That is true. Eva, Eva does like Eva to say to, that to... she goes on my side of the bed, too. She said this, Brian. I wonder who's yeah. taught her that, And though. then she said, I, and then I rub it around mm-hmm. on your okay. side. She has been taught in the force yeah. by her father. Don't yeah. I didn't I teach her that. I'm sure you did. Well, my point is there's couples out there in real trouble. Awful. <laughs> yeah. There's couples out there in real trouble. Uh, all right. This week's things we talk about at a beer over uh, over a beer at Oscars question uh, is a new game we're going to be playing from time to time Ooh. on the show. Uh, and this game is entitled One and Done, Own It, Skip It. So oh. I'd like each of us to pick one time <laughs> Hank's film that we think you could watch one time and that's all you need to watch it. Okay. One that you believe you need to own and one Tom Hanks film oh, that you can you just skip. you know you're going to have to say this for me five times before <laughs> yeah. I get this. Well, this all is right. why I texted everybody about it and put it in the <laughs> One and done. I will go first own to give it, you... Oh, okay, okay, okay good. Right. 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 You're going to take my one and first. done, I know. Go. Okay, but you can use mine again. Okay. All right, uh, one and done for me is Castaway. Yep, me too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's definitely worth seeing, mm-hmm. um, but after you see it one time, I almost a, a close second for me was Philadelphia, uh-huh. oh, which just so it's so good. good, but it's so devastating. It's yeah. it's difficult to watch. But I think people don't understand how bad the eight, kids in school now in my high school have no idea when I talk to them. Su- so I think it's that um, own it. Now, I think it's fair. I only own one Tom Hanks movie, uh-huh. so I thought I had to use this one, okay. and that is Bachelor Party. Oh, I don't think I I've ever seen Bachelor that I own Bachelor Party on DVD. We will do that on the show. That we might be my Bachelor skip Party. it. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. That's not my skip um, it. But. but no, I, that wouldn't usually be the one I picked, but yeah. uh, it came in a uh, box set along with Weekend at Bernie's. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, I own that. And my skip it would be Bonfire of the Vanities, mm. uh, which Brian De Palma did. The book is fantastic. Uh, the movie was just turned into something it shouldn't have been. Um, but those are three. All right. So, Jim, why don't you go? So we give Katie lots of examples okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. of, of what we would do. <laughs> so what I'm would your one on. and done Tom <laughs> Hanks film? I mean, you could go with what you said and maybe say why or you can change it up, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, I think I gotta, I gotta stick. I, I would say that I think for some people, not for me, a one and done for Tom Hanks for a lot of people is Saving Private Ryan. Oh, that was mine, Jim. Yeah, because it, okay. it's, it is another it's one. It's one that's yep. tough to watch. I, I actually said that the day I saw that movie in the theater. Yeah. I, I well, said, guess what? You're gonna have to watch it because we're doing it no, in June. No, I don't know if I can. To right? commemorate the what anniversary year did that movie come out? Yeah. What, so what year did Saving Private Ryan come out? We were in college. Uh, no, ninety. That was like ninety. Actually, we were. No, we were. It came 98? out in ninety-eight. I yep. remember seeing that movie in the theater, and and literally that day, saying, I'm "I told so you." Glad I saw that movie, and I can never watch the it. The last time I was at that theater, we took the girls to was to see Saving Private Ryan. I think. Well, you'll Adrian. get to relive it. Yeah. It's been yeah. a while, so you can revisit it. Oh yeah. God, um, I don't know if I'm ready for it. Um, and then I would say own it. Uh, or yeah, own it. I, you know, obviously we own a league of their own. I think that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many. Yeah, oh, I don't know God. if I have a skip it. Yeah, you just pick I one. That's okay. Tom skip Hanks. it. I would say I am. I'm a skip it on the Burbs. Really? See, I don't remember yeah, that. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm not. I I've like never the liked Burbs. That okay. That's. There, it. I mean, so I've I don't got think a few it's... Tom Hanks movies that I don't remember very well. That's one of them. Uh, the... Oh, what about? I love Turner and Hooch. 
man, I love Turner. I thought my bachelor party one would be the worst, but oh, that clearly tops it. I love it. I also loved Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, that's a good. Oh, one. Yep, I love good You've one. Got Mail, but I I feel like maybe that like maybe on reviewing them, Money Pit. I love I know Money Pit. If my mom's out there, I know she loves the Money Pit. Oh. That thing you do. Oh, I love, love that, that thing, thing you, you do. do. We missed the biggest one just because. Toy Story. Story own it. Yes. Dave oh, yeah. yeah, Dave nailed it. I was it. thinking more yes. Tom Hanks, you see him. But, Toy Story I mean, he's is. he's pivotal yeah. in all yeah. of those Oh, movies. no, he absolutely is. I don't know. I, Tom Hanks can't do wrong by me. I mean, <laughs> oh, even for uh, his film. early His I mean, early films uh, Did you see bad. The Circle? No. That came out recently. Did you see? He, oh, see, he's, I haven't he's seen that, right? Isn't he um, like a bad guy? I also haven't seen The Terminal. How was The Terminal? Was that good? Yeah, that was kind of dull. I wasn't really so much into that. I'm not a Forrest Gump fan either, but I know, but I feel like it has its it had its place in history. Did you did you guys watch Dragnet? I, <laughs> I like him, I, him I, and Dan Aykroyd. I yeah, loved I saw that in the, the theater. original Dragnet. I did not see his movie. I version. saw Dragnet in the theater. I used to watch that on Nick and Night. You saw the, Dragnet in the theater? Yeah, with the I still remembered. I haven't seen it since. And isn't that the one where they have the uh, the pagans? Like yeah, in the, in he wears the, the, the fur? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you saw that in the theater. Yeah, I me and a couple of friends. I think. Yeah, he's like he's he's, he's, the same friends you went to the Jewel concert with. No, that was that was Greg Jeanjul. That was mm. that was in high school. Yeah, the Dragnet. We were in middle school, I think. Yeah, it was uh, around the same time as like Major League. I remember going. Yeah, I remember going to see Major League with a bunch of kids. I played baseball. Well, clearly, with. they weren't IDing you. At we these had movie theaters. so we had at the was same Keenan time. Was Keenan Laird managing the movie theaters? No, Keenan Laird was like 10. four years old. Yeah, um, we we were on the Yankees. Our our twelve year old team was twelve and eleven. Your old team was the Yankees. My dad was the coach. We had a Joe Boo in our <laughs> dugout. Boo. It was a troll, like one of the larger troll yeah. dolls, like that big. <laughs> so is is Big one of those Tom Hanks movies that hasn't aged well in terms yeah, oh, of like the weirdness yes. of him being a kid? Yes. With the, woman. the woman being okay with the so fact maybe that he that's was the, sleeping. Maybe that's the skip it? I don't know. Uh, I think Big is good, listeners, though. Can you give Big us the actually, Tom Hanks there, movies that we're forgetting? What there are, are, what are some the other we're forgetting? good uh, parts in Big, though, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Big is a good movie. Listen, I think Big, as creepy as it is, you have to think about, like, think about the movies from the 80s people like Dirty Dancing. I love Dirty Dancing. Yeah, yeah but I love Dirty Dancing. Patrick Swayze is like a 30-year-old man basically Shh. sleeping with a 17-year-old. How about this one I just thought about the other day? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> yeah. We are looking at an underage girl topless coming mm. out of the pool. Yeah. And nobody thought, even though yep, she wasn't no. topless in real life, that there was anything wrong mm. that we were right. seeing. Lines were a lot well, she, more blurry. And, yeah, and, and the actress isn't underage. I right? know, but my point no, is we, still... We said the same thing about The Notebook, right? right like, right. you're supposed to be envisioning this yeah. high... Just, just out of high school, naked well, girl. They, I mean, it goes all the way back to, like way back before that to like taxi driver and stuff like that with, with yeah. Jody Jodie Foster. Foster. Yeah, she was yeah. very young. Yeah. And what was the one with Brooke Shields where she was like oh, 13? Oh, Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're showing her first period on yeah. film. Yeah, we've <laughs> had that's some for... messed up stuff in film. Apollo yeah. 13. Life. Yeah, Apollo 13 Apollo is a great movie. Apollo 13. Good job, yeah. Mary Liz DeSantis. So many good ones. So many good ones. All right, it's uh, time for five questions. Oh, yeah. uh, right. Thankfully, this week it's for Jim. So, uh, and I wrote the questions. So, mm -hmm. Katie is not involved, yeah. which means we'll get <laughs> we'll go hey, questions that make sense that. and answers that actually answer the question. Just for that, next, I'm going to answer too. No, 
Uh, okay, you can absolutely. All right, here we go. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Adopting the DH in the National League. Mm. Thumbs down. Mm. I don't need Katie? to talk about it. Let's keep moving. Right. Do you have a thought? I don't. No, I don't. Do you care. even know what I, DH stands yeah, for? Yeah, the designated hitter. I don't care. Okay, perfect. Brian, what right, are you? Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, way down. Okay. I, I don't like American League Baseball in the no, least. It's the worst. I find it completely uninteresting. Uh, all right, question two. Would you rather watch Gina Davis in Cutthroat Island or Lori Petty in Tank Girl? So I don't even know what Cutthroat no, Island is, to be honest with you. Oh, it was Rennie Harlan. It was that huge, big budget thing that bombed miserably. She was a female pirate. Matthew Modine was in it. No. Yeah, Wasn't one of she cool in... Wasn't there one where she was like an assassin? Yes, with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah, I like that very one. Very good. What yeah. is that called? Kiss Goodnight. Listeners. Long, yep. kiss, goodnight. Long oh, kiss Goodnight. Very, yeah. Jim very good. I like it's a that good one. movie. Yeah, this one's okay. I would rather watch Tank Girl just because mm. it's it, at least uh, visually it's interesting because it's okay. basically like a comic. It's a comic, comic book, book movie. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, Katie, do you care? I'm so sorry. We're getting a Phillies update. Can we just pause? What? Harper just went the yard and then hit Hoskins. The pitcher got tossed. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. That we talked about... No. It was important information. No, it's not. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we talked about this already. Right. Come on. All right. Question three. Uh, fill in the blank. The adjective that best describes Ro Rosie O'Donnell is... Hmm. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I don't know. Are you using her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm using her as an adjective. I, I don't know. Um, she's... Uh, right, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say about her. It's so funny because that was before her whole show. Just to see how she's kind of changed. I don't over know time. much about Rosie O'Donnell, to be honest with you, and that's sort of why I'm struggling with it. Like I know who she is, but I don't know all the all the um like I know there's issues. drama around th things, but I don't know what they are. All right. Well, yeah. hey, there you go. That in itself says something. I don't know much about her. <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> All right, uh, question four, uh, and don't lie like you did with the Jewel question. Uh, what is your favorite Madonna song? Oh, that's tough. I like a lot of Madonna songs. Uh, I would say I, I always had a lot of fun when we played Like a Prayer, when the band played Like a Prayer. Spanish Lullaby. Spanish Lullaby. A Spanish Lullaby. I like the one from bonita. Goonies. Yeah. Uh, True. Uh, what's that one? The one she sings in Goonies. Doesn't she have a Goonies yeah, one? Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. I do think her song in this movie is my least favorite part of the oh, entire God, I movie. Oh, God, I hated that song. Yeah, it's not it's good. It's so poorly oh. placed. It's so the depressing. The end of the movie is so great. Yeah. Watching the ladies play at the end, love it. That movie, I mean, sorry, that song. I always liked Papa Don't Preach, too. Oh, oh that's a good one. Yeah. one. That's a good one. That's a good that's one. All right, uh, deep thought question. Which of the big five professional sports globally... Baseball, hockey, football, basketball, soccer. Uh, do you believe will be the first to have a woman competing with men at the highest professional mm. level? Oof, this is tough. I don't know. I think probably baseball, but I'm like, do you mean like open the doors to the point where? Like, I mean, like she would be them. playing for the Lakers yeah, or the yeah, Red yeah. Sox or the something like that. And are we talking like just, just like one or like, like, like I don't know. be a legit player, like be yeah. on the team. I think just not as like a publicity, you know, type. Yeah, stunt. yeah, yeah. Well, I think there there are certain positions in 
baseball, hockey, and football that I think lend themselves to being taken over by a female very easily. Um, and we've seen that stuff played out in movies. Like we've seen Kathy Ireland as the kicker and yeah. necessary roughness and things like that. Um, but if I would say, I, I would think baseball, I think it's going to be soccer. Well, soccer is not one of the four major. Oh, I no, I said five. Oh, I didn't even see. Oh, I said global Do sports. you see how much I think of soccer? Like I, I read this as the big, Brian, first of all, there are not big, five big professional sports. Let's just globally. Globally, there is. Globally, yes, okay. there are. That's what I said, globally. No, and here's the problem so globally with soccer. Is that in other countries, women are not treated. <laughs> right. Yet. I was thinking that through already. They are, they've had a hard enough time integrating race. I agree. <laughs> However, globally in soccer. I, I think soccer is one of the only sports that you'll find at the middle school and high school level, level play, playing co-ed, right? Like... Like our soccer team is co-ed. We play other co-ed soccer teams and you don't find that in any other sport. Like our seven-year-old is already divided in the baseball softball world <laughs> by gender, which kind of amazed me. Yeah. Like, well, there there are a lot of women's hockey teams and that at least is the same sport. Like with baseball, yes. obviously you're, you're branching into softball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to be completely fair, it's a, at, at like the high school level, high school and college softball is a million times a better product than high school and college baseball. Oh, baseball is the worst. Do you ever think that there's going to be like a move towards just playing the same game? Right? Like, I don't think well, so because do I think soccer. softball is softball. so good. I think softball is yeah. such a good sport. I think sport. softball is super fun to watch. I don't yeah. know why I just they think would it's do that. So, I think it's so weird and Soccer is the same like, game. Yeah, honestly. Soccer is the same you, game. Soccer is the same they, game. They use different uh, ball the, though? The what? They use a different no, ball? No, same ball. Same, same ball. ball. Basketball, they use a smaller ball. Yeah, right. Um, the answer, of course, is Quidditch. <laughs> uh, recommendations? We have a college Anybody? basketball player weighing in on the issue. Yeah. Is that relevant? <laughs> because boys cry when girls beat them in basketball, Amy. Yeah, probably. Or... <laughs> it's probably true. Amy I think Rourke the girls' Leahy. team at Scranton would have beaten the boys' team all four years I was there announcing games. I think Amy would agree with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I went to two final fours. None of them were with the men's team. Yeah. And uh, what are our recommendations? Um. Oh, what are we watching that we're really, oh, oh, I, Tanya. I, Tanya. We're like three we're, quarters of the way yeah, through. Yeah, we're also oh. three. Have you watched this, Brian? No, I've you heard about it. You need to watch it. it immediately. I'm you actually will love sad it. we're not going to finish it. We tonight. started Googling interviews with the one guy uh, who is Tanya Harding's bodyguard. Mm hmm. Because oh, um, the shit he is saying is so unbelievable amazing. in the movie. And then literally we found the exact thing he's saying, he's saying the exact same shit. You're like, there's no way that this ever happens, right? Yeah. I mean, like these exact words didn't happen. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, yes, exact they, words. Yes, they did. Who was Fantastic. he interviewing him? It was, was it Diane Sawyer? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Connie yeah. well, Chung is also on there, but yeah, yeah that was... <laughs> Diane yeah. Sawyer and herself. Is Margot Robbie and um, I'm going to forget her name now. Allison Janney, Janney deserve oh, yeah. every. Well, Allison Janney won the Oscar. She for won it. the Oscar for it. Yeah, but like well yeah. deserved. And Margot right. Robbie is fantastic. So good. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I love it. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's excellent. Right, what's it? What's it? It's on. It's on free something right now. It's, I think it's isn't uh, Hulu. Hulu. It's on it's Hulu, Hulu right now for yeah. free. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. Really good. Um, what do I? Have? Oh, I watched the Kubrick film that you guys would like. Which one? Paths of Glory. Mm. Uh, it was one of his first films uh, with Kurt Douglas. It's a sports and, movie? 
No, no, no. It's about World War One. It's I like probably it's many people have said it's like one of the best anti-war films of all time. Okay, unbelievable. Uh, I mean, it was it was like the visual stuff I love about Kubrick, but you guys would love the story and characters in it. Cool. Um, since it was very early, you know, it was, it was one of his first major productions. Uh, it also uh, watched Her Majesty's Secret Service. I stopped watching the Sean Connery Bond. This was the one with George Lazenby. Mm -hmm. uh, he only did one. Right. How uh, he doesn't it? look like a jo very good. Yeah. Mm. And I, w the only reason I watched it, I was done watching Bond films. Keenan and I disagree on that. But I was done watching Bond films <laughs> after the last one. But then I read uh, they did a feature in Empire Magazine on Christopher Nolan, and he was talking about this movie. And this movie was the whole inspiration for the snow sequence in Inception. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And when you see it, you're like, oh my god, like. It is. Yeah, like well, we talked whole... about that during the Inception yeah, episode we said, that it's Bond. But I didn't realize it was that much of just that film. Right, right. Um, I mean, there's some Bond things, but it was probably the closest to Daniel Craig that any of the other Bond, like, yeah. what they did with it. So I don't I, find James Bond interesting in the least. Like, I'm finding, I like the I Daniel to, Craig ones, but there's everything else is so... Yeah, ugh. well, I got to be honest with you. I remember watching them on, like, TNT when we were younger in high school and younger and stuff, and it was on, like, the the month of Bond or, like, the 40 days of Bond, and I hadn't seen them since then. Yeah. And I just... I Again, I'll put it down. The Mission Impossible movies are better. And there's other spy movies yeah. I've seen that are better than... Spy Kids. That. I don't know if Spy Kids... Spy Kids. Get spy Kids is actually um, love pretty Get good. Get Smart. Yes. What's the uh, what's the one I always talk about the high school kid? The, the spy uh, next door. No, that goes. Oh, oh Richard Greco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can we please? Can we please watch? I it have a feeling Katie kill. would love that movie. Can we please watch movies. that film? Yeah, I, I want to watch. I, I, it looks good. Kill. So True the, Lies. The Meg is on. True Lies is amazing. The Meg is on Netflix. And I'm thinking that might be one is that, that Jason uh, Stratham. Stratham. Let me tell you yes, something. That is that. one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I watch that yeah. movie. Uh, uh, let me tell you something. I it, that Jason movie was so bad. No I, I got up and went to the bathroom because mm -mm. <laughs> I didn't care. And then another point, I got out and I started texting Jim as I was watching the film. Yeah, there was nobody in this. There was nobody in the theater, mm. and I was so uninterested in the film. I got a free pass to see it. That I, I pulled out my phone and started like looking at other videos and things. That's as it was funny. Like, and I love Jason Statham. And it oh, was. That's a shame. I, watch it. Watch it. We could watch it and talk about how bad it is. Yeah. Mm. What is our I mean, movie is, for next week? Uh, our, our movie for next week is Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Also, just a shout out to NBC because I was invited and I went to the NBC Fan Fest uh, and I was on TV a little bit briefly a few shots of me it's something about me. soccer or Star yeah, Wars yeah it's Manchester United uh, but <laughs> NBC came and they we were right by Fenway Park and they were doing their Fan Fest and it was amazing did anyone there um, know that they weren't in Manchester besides uh, yes. you Yes. How much alcohol was consumed at Well, Fest? actually, here's the interesting thing. You were not allowed to purchase alcohol. Everything was free. So you walked in, and they fed you, and they gave you four free drink tickets. That's so you didn't wonderful. have to pay for anything. Yeah. But uh, many of the people who go to the games drink four drinks in about Ten seconds. four minutes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Was, so they had to scale back some of their consumption <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, for the purposes of uh, being on television. But it was exciting. Right, I didn't uh, show you right. my baseball socks on. Oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. uh, could you take out the caged mask again? Oh, yeah. Where is that? Just if anybody arrived late, Katie had a mask. Yeah, this is what Lily has to wear 
in the field <laughs> while she's playing. Yeah. Is and and she wanted the pink one. Yeah. Well, I I I, I love it. I yeah. go with it. Uh, all right. Next week, uh, Eddie Murphy. Beverly Hills Cop. Please, if you get a chance, like, subscribe, uh, share our videos mm-hmm. in the podcast world. Uh, that is a big thing. Absolutely. Hello. We should tell Paul Shearer that we're doing Beverly Hills Cop. It's his like favorite movie of all time. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. <laughs> what did you say? Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> that is disturbing. Is that from the Chamber of Secrets? No. That's weird because it's our daughters. No. Um, no, Brian. Well, you talked about wearing your daughter's monkey ears it's last just week. It's the Not in the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> All right. Good night, Bye. everyone. All right. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>